Hey guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. Did anybody watch the Super Bowl? Did anyone care a lot about the Super Bowl? A couple of you, yes. Um, I'm not like, I'm not a Bengals fan, I'm not a Rams fan, um, so I didn't have like much of a horse in that race, um, but the Super Bowl is good for good friends and great food, so I watched it, um, but I didn't have much of a, a preference of a winner this year. Um, when the Steelers are playing, especially when the Steelers are having a good year, it's different. I am very invested <laughs> in a football game when that happens. And like football is so funny for me because sometimes I don't care at all. In fact, most of the time I don't care at all. Like I can carry on a conversation about football that makes it seem like I care and makes it seem like I know what I'm talking about. Um, but most of the time that I just know enough to get myself into trouble. And most of the time I don't, you know, think about football, but when I am, when it's, you know, the fourth quarter and there's, it's close, like my stomach, involuntarily, my stomach is in knots. I'm feeling like as stressed as I've ever been. And I'm like, I'm not on the field. My paycheck's not on the line. I don't know what, like why I'm so worked up about it. But that's just what happens. And the Steelers are known for close games. So it happens a lot. Um, I've been a Steelers fan the way, you know, I became a Steelers fan the way that a lot of Steelers fans become that. And it is by being born somewhere kind of near Pittsburgh. So like that's the case for a lot of people. Most of the time when somebody asks me where I'm from, I tell them Pittsburgh. The first thing they say is, are you a Steelers fan? And what I always say is, where I'm from, you don't get a choice. And uh, people are just enthusiastic about the Steelers out over there in, in Steeler country, as they say. Um, sports fans in general are known for their enthusiasm, right? They're known for... Um, painted faces and unique cheers and chants and like really expensive jerseys. People love to represent their team and uh, show their support. And when game time comes around, there is no question who my team is. Maybe it's because of the colors and logos or, you know, like that's exactly what they want. They want you to see their team, see who they represent. And this is not specific to football either. This is what we do with band t-shirts and just your style in general. Like you can't judge a book by the cover, but you can learn a lot about someone by the, the version of themselves they are presenting to you. As someone that has devoted my life to following Jesus, I think a lot about how I identify myself as a Jesus follower. Think about how I live and how, um, how the way I live communicates that to the rest of the world. Um, probably not by the clothes I wear or my haircut, but I think that the way I live should look different because of the way Jesus has changed me. I hope that I love more because Jesus loves me. I hope that I'm more generous because Jesus has been generous with me. I hope that I have more grace and patience because Jesus has dealt with me with grace and patience. There are all kinds of identifiers for Jesus followers that I am trying to present and show people because Jesus has changed me and made me that way. I think it's important that we stand out. The Bible calls us a holy people, a holy priesthood. We've talked about that word holy before, right? It just means set apart. God is holy because he is set apart as the creator and we are the creation. Um, and we are holy, a holy people. God's people are holy, set apart from the, west, the rest of the world. We should be different. We should be holy. Tonight, we're going to talk about two things that are identifiers for Jesus' followers. Uh, the world knows that we are different because we do these things. And there are all kinds of identifiers we could talk about, but I'd like to talk about these two together because they're kind of buddies. So we are talking about going 
and giving. Going and giving. A Jesus follower's life is marked by going and giving. Let's talk about what I mean. First of all, going. Let's talk about going. Uh, we believe that Jesus walked the earth and he, was, he walked the earth doing miracles and um, revealing himself as the Messiah, which included telling people that he was going to die and then come back to life. It was kind of a big deal. Uh, and then that happened. He was crucified. He came back to life three days later. And after that, he walked the earth for some time, um, revealing himself to his followers to show that he wasn't crazy and that he actually did the crazy thing he said he was going to do and to show them that they weren't crazy for believing him. So right before Jesus, you know, he's, do, he's revealing himself to all his followers, right before he leaves earth and ascends to heaven, he said something. One last thing to his followers. And Jesus said a lot of things. He was known for saying things. And he only said one thing last. And so like everything he said was important. But, but I think we are supposed to pay close attention to the thing he said last. And in Acts 1.8, it shows us what he said last. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere. In Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. He says, you are going to go. My people, go. God's people, Jesus followers, go. It's what they do. And that the Holy Spirit is going to empower us to do that and be with us as we do. Something really interesting here. Um, these places that he lists, right? Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Um, he's talking about places that are like expanding. Right? He's talking about these, these expanding circles. So Jerusalem was the town they were in. Then Judea was the region. Think like the state or the country. And then Samaria was like the, the neighboring area. And then the ends of the earth is obviously everywhere. So these are like expanding locations. So Jesus is sending the message that um, his message needs to go everywhere and his people are going to take it there. It's going to start there in Jerusalem and then it's going to expand. And we see that throughout history. We see it start where Jesus died and came back to life and then it expands until today where it's, it's a global phenomenon. We need to figure out how we are going to go to our expanding circles. How, how can I go and make disciples in my house? How can I go in my community? How can I go and change the world? How do I have to do that? We have to be addressing how God is calling us individually to go in all of these areas. Missions is kind of the, the, the way that we talk about it in the church world. Missions is one of those things that sets Jesus' followers Apart. And at Apex, we try to give you some tools um, to go and make disciples. So we have Alive in Five. It's our tool for communicating the gospel. Five symbols that uh, are accompanied by five phrases, five ideas that clearly uh, and completely present the gospel. For NEPA, for NEPA, is our commitment to be a part, to serve our community, uh, be a part of other churches, ministries in the area, and we serve our, our community together. Last summer, we, sent, uh, we spent a week at the Philly Dream Center where we did ministry to hungry people, um, impoverished people in need, all kinds of people. Uh, and if you missed that trip, there will be plenty of opportunities for you in the future, here and forever. Uh, as long as you're involved in the church body, most of them will be taking missions trips, um, and, and you can certainly be a part of that. And I encourage you that you, sh you, should, you should do that at some point in your life. Sooner the better. Going, going, going is what we do. It's an important identifier for Jesus' followers. The second thing um, is giving. This other piece of this, going and giving. Um, the Bible has a lot to say about living generously. Proverbs 21, 26. Um, 
was written by the wisest man to ever live besides Jesus. And he said, some people are always greedy for more. Do you know those people? But the godly love to give. The godly love to give. We talked about this, right? With, um, with Ruth and Boaz, just in this past series where uh, Boaz was wealthy and he gave it. He gave it away. That's what God's people do. Um, in this verse, it's a matter of wisdom. Other times, giving is about God has given to us, so freely we should give. Um, all throughout the Bible is this, this theme of generosity and giving. Let me lay out a couple other references that speak directly to um, giving. This is just a couple different versions, uh, a couple different areas where, where people are supporting ministry. People are supporting the going. They are giving to make the going happen. Just like we do for Speed the Light, we support missionaries just like our, our church does. So in 1 Kings 17, 9, we see a widow that supported Elijah, the prophet's ministry. Nehemiah 2, the king of Persia, supports Nehemiah as he rebuilds the walls of Jerusalem. Uh, in Luke, we see women that are supporting Jesus and his disciples in their ministry. Uh, 2 Corinthians 8, we have a poor Philippian church that supports Paul. And this is all over the place. We have this, this evidence for us that this is what we do over and over. We see it happen. Again, this is why our church, this is why we support Speed the Light, why our church supports missionaries, because giving supports the going. That's why Apex supports Speed the Light. So Speed the Light um, is, is the, the, the organization that we have partnered with, um, and I haven't talked about that in a, in a little bit. So they do these three things. Speed the Light does three things. Creative communication, essential transportation, and compassionate demonstration. So um, communication means maybe um, a sound system or puppets for a, for a kid's ministry or, um, or literature, like all kinds of, of ways that people are, need to communicate the gospel. Transportation, speed the light was, you know, birth for transportation, buying a car or a snowmobile or a canoe, whatever a missionary needs in their context to, to get around, Speed the Light can help with that. And compassionate demonstration is like a disaster relief. They're able to, you know, kind of like what we we're talking about with care kits, like just being able to show compassion and, and give to people in need. So that's, Speed the Light does that. And we partner with Speed the Light. Um, and, and all the while, these missionaries are, are spreading the gospel. They are going and telling people about what Jesus has done. Uh, in 2021, we committed to all of our Speed of Light giving to one particular project um, with Project Rescue. That was our, our project for the year. And Project Rescue works to free women from human trafficking in India and Europe. And uh, throughout last, last year, with our merch sales and our snack sales, a pancake breakfast, we were able to give around $4,000, which is amazing. Um, so we had, uh, you did that. Uh, you did that. You supported that by, you know, the many ways that you do again, by buying merch, putting, you know, in the offering, all kinds of ways you raise that, which is worth celebrating. This year, we're going to switch it up a little bit. I'm about to throw it to a video. Instead of uh, focusing on one project for the year, we are going to spread the love out a little bit and try something new this year. Um, but for the first chunk of the year, this is a video um, for the first project that we will be supporting in 2022. My name is Rudy Arshabala. I'm a Navajo Indian, and I'm also the executive director for the Navajo Nation Division of Natural Resources.
looking at this particular water source where it dried up and the livestock, uh, they died of thirst and the equipment's not functioning. And with the, we've been in drought for quite some time and our forage is really decreased. Uh, yesterday we were in the western part of the Navajo Reservation and we visited a particular hand pump water well where the livestock producers, uh, it's the only water source within seven miles in each direction. And uh, it's a hand pump water well that never dries up. The people that bring their livestock there, they hand pump them. The water troughs full of water. The water pumps, the windmills out in the field, out in the ranges, uh, a lot of them are in disrepair. We started relying on the water source from the chapter houses more. My concern three years ago was what if something happened? We should have these windmills and hand pump water wells in operable conditions, which is indeed what happened when the COVID-19 struck. And when the chapter shut down, the water sources were cut off. The people that live out in the country that haul their water every day, all of a sudden they were without water. Water is life is a statement started by uh, grassroots people, if you will, that live out and make their living with livestock, make their living with their gardens, dependent on water. You can dodge COVID-19 by social distancing, by staying home, by wearing masks. But you can't dodge being without water. You can only live for three days without water. And so water is life. Uh, one of the main problems that would be solved with water spread out throughout Navajo country, it allows people to stay home, to attend to other duties, rather than have to be in line waiting at the chapter house for water. If they have a water source that's reliable nearby, all the families in that area can safely know that they have a water source nearby for themselves, their livestock, and for their gardens. So for the first part of 2022, we'll be raising money to dig fresh, clean water wells on reservations in the indigenous Navajo nations. Um, and just like last year, we are teaming up with thousands of other teenagers to give to this particular project in our network. So to support Speed the Light as they partner with WorldServe. Um, and we'll be attending an event in about two months called the Spirit Tour. We went to the Spirit Tour last year. We're going to do that again this year. It'll be close to Easter. Uh, so we'll be on the lookout for details like that. Um, at the Spirit Tour, they will be taking an offering called The Big Give. And The Big Give is an offering for this project. And uh, we will be saving up our donations, the money that we make, um, all of that giving that's collected in this room, we're going to go back to take an offering every week, just so you know, every week you'll have an opportunity to do that. Um, all of the money we raise from merch and from snacks, all the funds from a special spring pancake breakfast that's on our calendar will go toward this, the big give at the Spirit Tour. 
and will go toward uh, this project with WorldServe International. You have a couple options to support the Big Give. You can give in our offerings, like I said, with a plate going around every week. Um, or you can save up your money and give that day. Bring it to the Spirit Tour. I would caution you of the risks of like forgetting, not being able to go, and missing some opportunities. So, you know, but, but if you think you can overcome those things, save up that money and bring it with you to the Spirit Tour, and you can give that day, um, and we'll be able to do that together. So, you, God's people give. God's people go, and God's people give. Uh, but you might be saying, I'd love to give, but I don't have any money. Let's talk about it, because I think uh, if I could challenge you just a little bit, we all have like money or access to money. Um, so maybe God is asking you to adjust your spending habits. Uh, maybe there's something you can give up. Maybe when you pass Starbucks and you would go, maybe every other time you put that money away. Text to give it, right? Um, you can, we can make it that very easy for you. Maybe you skip Taco Bell or Applebee's just a couple times. Uh, hold off on buying that new pair of shoes or that new video game or console. Um, donate some birthday money or some you know, Christmas money you might still have laying around. There's also stuff you can do to give. So you can always, again, we're going to have the plates going around every week so that you can have that opportunity. Um, but you can also like start a bigger project. A former Apex student, um, all the merch up there was, was her senior project. Actually, she raised a ton of money the first year we did that um, for Speed the Light. And you might have something like that in your heart. Sam and I did a weight loss challenge and we raised thousands of dollars, more money than I dreamed of um, for Speed the Light. I've heard of students doing bake sales and other individual stuff. Um, all of these projects require very little money or, or none to start, but God might be calling you to do that, an individual project. Apex can own some projects throughout the year. We're going to do pancake breakfast, that kind of stuff, uh, but we can't own every project. But if God lays something on your heart, a creative idea to raise money for Speed the Light, you better do it. Find your way to give. So, Going and giving are essential to your walk with Jesus. Um, they are two of many ways to get closer to Jesus, and they are ways that, we, that identify us as Jesus followers. We are people that go and tell people about Jesus. We are people that give and live generously, sacrificially give. So each of us just need to figure out how we are going to live these things, how we are going to go. How we, we have to, what is it for you? How will you go? How will you give? constantly asking yourselves these questions and asking God these questions as well. How would you have me go? How would you have me give? This is a, a process that we will be in forever, asking God how we can partner with him to identify ourselves as Christ followers, to grow closer to him through these disciplines. How will I go? How will I give? Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for this, uh, this challenge to go and to give and to make our lives about it. Um, I'm so thankful that you have challenged us. You've trusted us to, to, uh, to carry your word around the world, to give to projects and people that are doing that as well. So thank you for the partnership that we have with your missionaries all over the world and that we partner with you to be a missionary to our community, to our school, to our families. So thank you that you partner with us and you would use us to do your work, God. Um, I ask tonight that you would help us stay focused on this idea of going and giving, that you would um, challenge us, lay something on our hearts so that we can go and that we can give. Show us how you would have us do that. Um, we submit to your will, and you will have the glory. We love you. We praise you. In your precious name we pray. Everybody said, amen. Amen. 
Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.